Should you just say no to raw dough? Find out next on Junk Feud. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Junk Feud, the podcast about junk food, where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisputed champion of snacks. I'm your host, Mike. Alongside me, as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liz. So, if a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they resist? Are they um? I know what you're going to say. Resisting a rest. Yeah. That would have been a good one. If you didn't say it. Well, I mean, it was taking you a little while to spit that out there, Junior. Here, I'll get another one. (laughs) I don't think you need another one. That one was pretty good. Liz, that sounded like the kind of dad joke that uh, listener and friend of the show, Owen, would like. So big shout out to Owen. Yeah, shout out to you. Let's have another one. Okay, let's see. Hmm. (laughs) I can't see. Okay, Dad. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think our pool is safe for diving? Do I think our pool is safe for diving? Well, in fact, I know that it's not because uh, none of these home pools here are safe for diving. And in fact, we have to put up little placards around the pool that say no diving. But uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Do I think our pool is safe for diving? I don't know. What do you think? It depends. It deep. Oh, it depends. <laughs> That's dumb. Why did the coffee report to the police? Uh, why? A mugging. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Those are all. Dad jokes, jokes you tell to your dad. <laughs> Not really good ones either. If you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the show, you can send it into us via Twitter at JunkFeudPod or via email to JunkFeudPod. Wait, Dad. At gmail.com. Yes, dear. I have one more. Oh, my gosh. Why do bees have sticky hair? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just answer. I have, I have no idea. Because they use a honeycomb. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> These are terrible. Where do you find these? <laughs> oh, no. They just, uh, you know. They just appear. Yeah. Who knows where thoughts come from? They just appear. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's welcome back once again to the world's Yeetus podcast, hitting them with the Riz each and every week, hitting them with bad dad jokes each and every week. <laughs> Alyssa, speaking yeah. of bad dad stuff, my hip hurts. Yeah, you're so old. Oh, we were gosh. walking around Target today, and in the middle of an aisle, he stops and goes, Oh, Peck, my hip. Oh, and he my hip. squatting down. I played a baseball game this morning. I must have done something with my plant foot swinging the bat because my IT band, like the whole left side of my body is just like seized up. I feel like an elderly person just like- You are. The way I have to peel myself in and out of the driver's seat of my car and stand up from this chair, I don't even want to do it. <laughs> he groans like, every time. We yeah. got out of the car and he goes, my left hip is just like staunchly refusing to cooperate with the rest of my body right now. Listen, anyway, you brought up an important part, uh, an important point, I think I should say. We were walking around Target today and- uh, We got Coke Icy. Yeah, perhaps the finest innovation in big box retail of the past decade has been the self-serve Icy machine at the front of the Target store. Ours never works. It has been out of order for like the better part of the past three years, I think. But every now and then, we'll come in- and that little light will be on, and it's churning frothy goodness, and we'll get some Coke Ices to sip on as we uh, indulge in some- We got it when we walked in the store, and when we were walking out, it turned off. Yeah, that's right. We just barely made it. The the little green light that says, not ready to serve, popped on as we were taking the last sips of our- Is it a red light? Yeah. I mean, I guess that would make sense, right? Yeah. Like, stop. When you're indulging in some retail therapy, walking around a store, when you're out walking around a nice downtown or through your- uh, your uh, suburban neighborhood there. What are some other good walking around snacks? Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos? Is that just your, that's like your answer for everything, huh? Yes. I mean, I guess the walking, taco. the walking taco is the thing I'm thinking of, like a bag of good stuff and a fork and you're just kind of walking around. I think the best walking snacks are, are one-handers though. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a, a, a snack at Walt Disney World a long time ago that never really caught on, but it was called the Handwich, and it was like a cone made of bread with sandwich fillings in it, and it was supposed to be like a one-handed cone-based sandwich that you would eat while you were walking around the parks. Friend of the show, Jim, desperately, desperately wants to get off the ground a restaurant concept where you have a bread cone, but it's filled with pasta, and you can like walk around and eat a bowl of pasta like in a city and then eat the bread cone when it's done. We should do like a pasta board. 
a pasta board? Like an old little charcuterie thingy. But with pasta? Yeah. How exactly does one do a pasta board? They're just like globs of- Different bowls of pasta. Different bowls of pasta. So like a pasta buffet, but on a board? Pasta is what we're having for dinner tonight. Mm, that's right. Uh, Paschetti. Liz. What? That reminds me of this week's snack. How? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to figure that out in a moment. Uh, up next <laughs> on Junk Feud, it's chocolate chip cookie dough, Alyssa. Yes. Oh, I got it. Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough is baked into chocolate chip cookies, which are good snacks to eat while you're walking around. But we were talking about spaghetti. Oh, yeah, we were, weren't we? They're good snacks to have as a dessert after you eat a nice big bowl of spaghetti. And then you might vomit, but that's okay. Liz, what? what do you know about chocolate chip cookie dough? Oh, my God. That would be like eating spaghetti with milk on the side. Ew, Lisa. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I used to do that all the time when I was a kid. Dad, ew. Well, milk was just a thing that you had with dinner when you were anyway. a small child. Cookie dough is an uncooked blend of chocolate chip cookie ingredients. Yeah, that's right. It's just the uncooked dough. Butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla, flour, baking soda, salt, chocolate chips. And sometimes some other stuff in sprinkles. there. Sprinkles. Spring you put sprinkles in your chocolate chip cookies? Sometimes. Well, Liz, we're not talking about actual baked chocolate chip cookies today. We are putting the brakes on just before it gets into the oven because everybody loves cookie dough, Alyssa. And guess what? What? National Cookie Dough Day is June twenty first. Oh, yeah. That's uh, next week, before the next show, I think. Yeah. Liz, do you know the, the history of cookie dough, where it came from originally? Um, no idea. Well, since it's just the uncooked ingredients, the raw dough for chocolate chip cookies, I mean, the was history someone, of- Was someone just making cookies and then eating the dough out of the bowl? I mean, pretty much that's what it was. But the <laughs> we're going to talk <laughs> about this. And that's it. And <laughs> that's our show. Thank you. Good night. Yes. Liz, we're going to talk about this more in detail when we do our actual chocolate chip cookie episode. But the shorthand for that is uh, it was a deliberate invention of a cook named Ruth Graves Wakefield in 1938 at the Toll House Inn in Whitman, Massachusetts. You've heard of Toll House cookies, right? Uh, No. Oh, well, the Toll House recipe is oh, the it original. Like yellow cookies? Yeah, it's that yellow bag. It's the original chocolate chip cookie recipe. And of course, Liz, I mean, we'll talk about this like I said, in depth on that show, there's a little bit of nuance to that story. Of course, Liz, people started eating raw cookie dough as soon as they started making cookies. This is mostly because you want to taste the dough as you're making it to make sure it's sweet enough. Yeah. You know, like you didn't accidentally mistake the salt uh, and sugar and swap them out and make just a, like a really salty dough. Yeah. And of course, because- Or it's just very tempting. That's right. It's irresistible to lick those mixer beaters when you see that glossy dough and you can smell the creamed butter and sugar and vanilla wafting through the kitchen. And Liz, now people are searching Google for the phrase edible cookie dough like 90,000 times a month. And uh, I was probably a few thousand of those when I was putting together the notes for this show. Hmm. Liz, what else was going on in 1938? Oh, uh, 1938. The uh -huh. Snow White? Yeah, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs debuted in theaters. The first animated feature film from Walt Disney and Company. Nylon, oh. Alyssa. Nylon invented by DuPont and the first nylon bristle toothbrush comes to market. Samsung was founded. Samsung founded, right? Superman debuts. Superman debuted in Action Comics number one, the most important comic book of all time. Italy won the World Cup. Uh -huh, and Maybe they had a side of pasta. <laughs> Do you think the uh, 1938 Italian World Cup team was like carbo loading at a big pasta dinner beforehand, like a pep rally? I would. You would. That's right. Uh, also, elsewhere in Europe, list the Holocaust in full effect. Kristallnacht took place, even as Hitler was named in 1938, and this is a, a disgrace, Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Can you believe that? No, I can't. Absolutely awful. Uh, Liz, Abby Hoffman synthesized LSD for the first time. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. Probably for the best. Nuclear fission of uranium was discovered. The Atomic Age, born in 1938. And Alyssa. What? Christopher Lloyd, also born in 1938. Great Scott. Do you, wow. know, who, do you know who Christopher Lloyd is? No. Doc Brown? Oh, who's that? Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Oh, Doc. Doc and Marty? Yes. Reverend Jim? And the blues singer Robert, shh, and the blues singer Robert Johnson died. Yeah, R.I.P. to a real one. That's right, R.I.P. to a real one, Robert Johnson. Listen, uh, eating raw cookie dough has always been a thing. Like we said, there are even some recipes as far back as the 1800s in English cookbooks for these things called eatable mini cake mixes. Oh, like the word cookie means little cake, basically. And uh, in seventh century Persia, the folks there were known 
to make mini test cakes that were like the progenitors of contemporary cookies. And probably they were sampling the dough for those as well. I made my own cookie dough once. Did you? How did that go? It went fine, but it it was very sugary. And like when you bit into it, you could taste little grinds of sugar. Was this uh, the granules? Sure. Was this an edible cookie dough recipe that you tried to make? Yes. You know, we made one one time, if you remember, and we're going to get to this in a moment, but we had to substitute some ingredients, obviously. And one of them we subbed in was a vanilla flavored non-dairy creamer. And that actually worked pretty well. I do not remember that. That was a long time ago, at least a few years ago. We kept a bag of the little uh, little dough nuggets in the freezer to eat. They were pretty good. Anyway, Liz, uh, when I was a kid, I used to eat raw cookie dough every once in a while. Not a lot. Even though my mom told me not to, I would always take like a swipe, a finger full of raw dough from the beaters of the hand mixer when she was making a batch of cookies. I oh, think Alyssa, I do that when you do it. Yeah, that's right. I think cookies. this is a universal experience. I think everyone that has ever made cookies or been standing by while someone was making cookies probably has done exactly the same thing, right? Yeah. It just makes sense. Listen, there were some signals along the way from the invention of uh, mini cakes in 7th century Persia up to the present day that eating raw cookie dough was going to be like a, a whole thing. It is. These are mostly recent. In the 1950s, list, we started seeing the first pre-made refrigerated cookie doughs from Nestle and Pillsbury on grocery store shelves. Before that, everybody just made their own cookie dough at home and baked their own cookies. But now you could buy it pre-mixed and in little tubes or packages at the store. Yeah. Yes. And then, Alyssa, in 1984, some absolute literal genius, uh, possibly here in a move that was related to 1938's invention of LSD, suggested, Alyssa, to Burlington, Vermont ice cream mavens Ben and Jerry that they should mix unbaked cookie dough into their vanilla ice cream. Wow. What do you think happened? That is literally my favorite ice cream. Yeah, it became their biggest seller. And Liz, the trend really took off, at least recently, in the 2010s when, uh, like so many other food fads, I'm thinking of things like bacon weaves here, like bacon everything. That was a big deal in the 2010s on the like internet. 13 years ago. Yeah, it's just the internet got a hold of it and it became a meme and then uh, people went to work. And Liz, when they went to work, where did they go? Uh, what? Like edible cookie dough shops that started popping up all over the place. Oh. Yeah, just like stores that were like, they were mostly like, ice cream shops, but instead of having trays of ice cream or little pans of ice cream that they made, cookie they dough. just sold raw edible cookie dough. For example, there's a store called Doe, D-O, <laughs> uh, in Greenwich Village. They had lines out the door and around the block in the mid-2010s. And in fact, this was due to the work of the founder, who the internet says is responsible for the renaissance of edible cookie dough, a lady named Kristen Tomlin. And she told 52 Magazine that she came up with the idea for the shop when she and her girlfriends took a road trip, they stopped at a cookie bakery list. And instead of buying cookies, they just bought a tub of raw dough that you were supposed to like take home and bake. Instead of doing that, they just passed it around the car with a spoon. And by the time they got where they were going, they had eaten the whole thing and said, why doesn't anybody have a store that just sells raw cookie dough? Because you're going to get sick. Yeah. Well, now there are a lot of stores that sell raw cookie dough. And we are going to get to that food safety issue in just a moment, Liz. But there is a store called the Cookie Dough Cafe. They have products in like 10,000 stores around the world. There are edible cookie dough shop outposts in the United Kingdom. There's a place called Naked Dough in London. And also in Malaysia, there's a place called Dough Malaysia, which is an online purveyor of there's cookie dough. Dough Amazing in Short Hills. Dough Amazing. That's a good one. Um, Edobol. That's right. Edobol. <laughs> is in Los Angeles. There's a place called Unbaked. Oh yeah, just came up. That's right, which will let you buy uncooked cookie dough bars online. And Liz, there's a place in San Francisco, a shop called Dope. Can I tell my story about edible cookie dough bars? Uh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Let's hold off okay. until, until the end, actually. Liz, we were talking about a store in San Francisco called Dope, which was on Shark Tank. Uh, they didn't really? win. Yeah, they... Like the flex tape. <laughs> yes, you're your one point of reference for Shark Tank is Flex Tape. And now, Alyssa, it's dope, which had a big surge in popularity during the pandemic, even though they did not win on Shark Tank. But people wanted edible cookie dough when they were stuck at home in lockdown because they wanted edible comfort, Alyssa, more than usual. Guys, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Tay-Tay, our modern day patron saint of junk food. She says she keeps a raw cookie dough tub in her fridge. Just in case. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't? I think that's a good idea, don't you? 
Yeah. So let's, according to the New York Times, there are- Even though we have no room in our fridge, but that's okay. Yeah, the fridge is kind of packed right now. Your mom's doing that meal prep thing and there's like fresh whole food ingredients everywhere. Yeah, it's really strange. Now she's starting to like be very organized. I know, I like it. It's great. I don't. I mean, the food's good too. I like just randomly getting to pick what we eat. You want just chaos theory refrigerator? Yes. (laughs) Oh no, that sounds terrible. But it can't be like Khloe Kardashian or whatever Kardashian. She has like all her stuff in rainbow order. Yeah, that sounds dumb. I'm sure she doesn't actually eat anything that's in that fridge. Probably not. Liz, uh, wouldn't it be weird if like, your refrigerator was just a randomizer box and it was constantly cycling through randomly all the things that were in there until the moment you opened it up and then it freezes in place and you get to just pick whatever random thing comes out. Do you know how much electricity that would take? Well, I mean, yeah, it's obviously not real, but it makes me think of, uh, do you ever play a Sega Genesis game called Toe Jam and Earl? No. Maybe the best Sega Genesis game of all times, Icarus Wings, fantastic. But listen, uh, in that game, you would you were two aliens and you would walk around these levels of Earth and you would pick up presents off the ground. And the presents had items in them that you would, would help you in the game. But one of those presents was called the randomizer. And when you picked up the randomizer and opened it, it would randomize all the presents that you had. Really? In your inventory. That's right. That's what I think of the inside of the randomizing refrigerator like. Oh. Yeah. Liz, the, uh, <laughs> we were talking about this before I went off on a ridiculous tangent there. The New York Times says, There are two big things that were contributing to the popularity and trendiness of eating raw cookie dough in the 2010s. The first one, obviously, like all these other snack trends, nostalgia, Alyssa. Yeah. This was for kids that were growing up watching their parents making cookies and they were stealing bits of dough from the bowl, just like you said. Yeah. The other one, Alyssa, is danger because danger can be appealing. And because eating raw cookie dough, Alyssa, is inherently dangerous if the recipe is not handled in some very specific ways. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. So first of all, what do you know about the reasons that you shouldn't eat raw cookie dough without looking at the notes? Raw egg. Raw egg. Sure. Sure. What else? Uh, Heat treat flour or something like that. Yeah, you have to heat treat the flour. So listen, raw cookie dough that you make at home is not safe to eat. Many people will say it's okay. Many people will say it's fine to eat a little bit. Generally speaking, it is not. If you are following a standard recipe, you're making cookie dough that has two ingredients in it that can transmit foodborne illness to you. Uh, Everybody knows about raw eggs, the first one that you said. Yes. Like you said, generally speaking, again, it's not safe to eat raw eggs. There is a small risk of foodborne illness, but it is still a risk and people do it and they sort of make risk uh, decisions for themselves. The other ingredient list, surprisingly, like you said, is raw flour, which we don't think about very often, but which can also harbor harmful microbes. Yeah. When you cook a cookie, when you bake a cookie, you're cooking the raw ingredients in a way that kills those microbes. Yeah, but in like the raw cookie dough, they're still alive and can make you sick. That's right. In fact, this is such a problem, Alyssa, that the United States Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, has an ongoing campaign called Say No to Raw Dough. Say No to Raw Dough. Yeah, it's good because it rhymes, right? Mm. Uh, And they use science communications to convince people not to taste or play with raw cookie dough. You know how sometimes you'll make like uh, flour-based Play-Doh at home and play with that? It's like a craft for little kids. I've never done that. Yeah, I don't think you've ever done it. It was a thing we did when we were little. I think Chase has maybe done it. It's like homemade Play-Doh. Oh, me and Chase had to make that for like a project. Yeah, anyway, it's actually kind of dangerous to do that if you're using raw, untreated flour. And it's because raw flour can contain germs that cause E. coli and salmonella infections. And raw eggs can contain those same germs that cause salmonella infections as well. And in fact, both raw eggs and raw flour have been linked to known outbreaks including some this year. And Alyssa, people have actually died from salmonella poisoning and E. coli poisoning. Oh, yeah. Including, Alyssa, some E. coli deaths that were attributed directly to raw cookie dough, including a Las Vegas woman in 2015. Yowzers. Yeah, that's crazy. Three people this year alone were hospitalized from eating raw cookie dough. It does happen. It's real. Yeah. So then how are we going to eat all this raw cookie dough today, Liz? How do you make cookie dough safe to eat? How do all these shops do it? I don't know. Well, the major producers like Pillsbury and Toll House and Nestle, for example, have changed their recipe to make the dough safe to eat right out of the package, mostly because they knew people were going to eat the raw dough anyway and they wanted to limit the insurance liability. But as of 2020, Pillsbury, at least, had changed their procedures and ingredients to make their dough safe to eat raw. And they did this list by making changes to those two problematic ingredients. And that's the secret that you're going to find in common with all edible cookie dough recipes. So no egg? Yeah. In some cases, you can just omit the egg altogether, which makes that 
half of the equation quite simple to handle. Uh, if you don't want to leave out the egg, you can heat treat it through pasteurization. That's a little bit tricky to do at home. You can do it with a sous vide system, but do you know how to do it? Uh, yeah, actually, you know that water bath that we use to cook the steaks? Yeah. You can cook the eggs very low and very gently for a specific amount of time and they will become pasteurized. They do change a little bit in texture uh, and slightly in flavor, but you yeah. can usually just leave the egg out of cookie dough that you intend to eat raw anyway because you don't need that binding power. So heat treating the flour, Alyssa, seems to be the real trick here. And the South Dakota State University Extension says that the best way to do it is to buy commercially heat-treated flour. So buy flour that's already been treated and is safe. But according to the Food Network, you can also do this by heating the flour to like 180 degrees Fahrenheit. That's actually probably overkill. 160 for a few seconds will do it, but 180 will definitely do it. The easiest way to do this is just to put your flour on a flat plate, put it in the microwave for a minute, stir, and then microwave it again for another minute and check the temperature with a thermometer to make sure it gets to 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. So if you do those two things, if you either leave out the eggs or heat treat them and then definitely heat treat the flour, you can make edible cookie dough at home that will be safe to eat. Yeah. And because of this list, cookie dough has sort of taken off as a flavor, not just as a thing that people will eat raw, but a flavor that you can get in processed and packaged foods like ice cream and candy and protein bars and cereal, etc. Um, ETC. Yeah, etc. is ETC. <laughs> Very good. Uh, we talked about Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream already list. Every ice cream manufacturer has their own version. What's uh, what's some cookie dough ice cream that you've liked? You said Ben and Jerry's, of course. Ben and Jerry's. Am I allowed to say Taylor's? Sure. Taylor's. Taylor's is a local scoop shop that we like. Liz, you like uh, Haagen-Dazs cookie oh, dough yeah. ice cream as well. I think we have some of that in the freezer right now. I had Liz, well, the last time I was in Orlando, I went to an ice cream shop called Salt and Straw, and they had a very interesting application of cookie dough flavor in a flavor that they called salted malted cookie dough. So they had cookie dough gobs in vanilla ice cream that also had malt flavor in it, like a malted milk ball or a malt milkshake, uh, and then some salt added as well. Guess what? What? Not that great, actually. Mm. Underwhelming. I was disappointed by that. I thought the, uh, the malt and the cookie dough flavors sort of contrasted and not in a great way. Oh. It's kind of a bummer. But Liz, there's also those cookie dough bites candy. You've seen this if you've ever been to like a dollar store or a five below a Walmart, a Target. They're in the movie theater boxes. They're edible chunks of raw cookie dough coated in milk chocolate. I've never heard of those. You've never heard of those? No. Well, today is going to be your lucky day. Liz, they debuted <laughs> in uh, 1997 after a few years of formulation work. You can now get additional flavors like cookies and cream, cookie dough bites, peanut butter cookie dough bites, fudge brownie, even s'morsels, Alyssa, which s'morsel. are- S'morsel. Yeah. Hey, side note here. One of my favorite candies of all time was called s'morsels. They came in little boxes. They were made by charms. They were little chunks of chocolate and graham cracker and marshmallow all together that you could eat like by the handful. Um, they were discontinued. I had an email conversation <laughs> with one of the charms marketing managers. It's a, I think it was a Canadian company. And they told me they were not coming back ever. So it was a surprise to me when I saw that Nature's Own, the company that makes these little cookie dough bites, now has a candy called s'morsels. I need to see if it's the same trademark reformulated, the same snack just brought back, something completely different. I'm going to have to do an investigation, I think. Good idea. Liz, have you ever had Kellogg's Crave cookie dough cereal? No. They're like little wheat pillows that have a filling in them. The standard is a chocolate filling, but they have a cookie dough version as well. How are they? It's not bad. The cookie dough flavor is not overwhelming. Do you remember when we had the Brookie Oreos and they had a layer of cookie dough cream filling in the middle? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing there. Uh, oh. Rocket Fizz sells cookie dough soda. You got some peach rings from the Rocket Fizz in Fort Collins, like we said earlier. Rocket Fizz, Rocket Flame Fizz. and Riz. Yeah, that, <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> the rocket has flames, right? As you hit yes. your head on the microphone. I am on fire. Uh, there's also cookie dough Twix. I think I have one of these in the fridge, actually. Oh, yeah. Listen, I was, at a, uh, I was at a work thing this week, and there was a guy who was carrying around a big toolbox with him that he was keeping his notes and uh, other assorted ephemera in, and he had a cookie dough Twix inside of his toolbox in a Ziploc bag. Wow. It was very strange. Yeah. Uh, Liz, just about every protein bar has a cookie dough flavor as well. Yeah. Would you like to tell your story now? Yeah. Didn't you almost die from eating a cookie dough bar too? I did. You want me to go first? Yeah, you do yours first and then I'll do my We both, <laughs> we have this in common. We, we almost died from eating cookie we dough protein bars. both almost died from eating cookie dough flavored protein bars. All right, so this is a quick story for me. Yeah. And the story goes, 
your brother was very sick. He had a respiratory virus and he was in the hospital when he was a little tiny baby. And uh, we were with him in the hospital for the whole week. He's fine. He did. He got better, obviously. I got better. Um, I got better, mommy. Yeah, he got better. And the day that he was going to be discharged from the hospital, since we were there all week with him, we had no food in the house. So your mom at your mom. Your mom. Your mom asked me if I would leave ahead of them because we had two cars there and stop and get some groceries on the way home so that we would have food to eat in the house when we got home with the family. And also Grammy was coming up for the weekend. It was around Halloween time. So on the way home, I stopped at Costco. I did all the grocery shopping. I realized that I hadn't eaten in like three days and I was very, very hungry. So you know how Costco has those prepackaged foods like snacks that are right up in the front where the checkouts are? I grab on the end cap, they were on sale. I grabbed a box of protein bars because I used to eat protein bars when I needed like an on the go meal. This particular box of protein bars said chewy chocolate chip cookie dough on it. And that was it. And I glanced quickly at the ingredients and I didn't see anything, but I didn't like I was really in a hurry. So I didn't read them completely. I got in the car. I started driving home. I opened the box. I opened a bar. I took a big bite and immediately I felt like I was going to die <laughs> because I have a nut allergy. Alyssa, which I you know, too. and so do you. And these bars were mostly made of cashew protein, which is like the thing that I am most allergic to. Me too. So my whole head and face immediately started swelling. Uh, my head was, the pressure was so great inside my head from this allergic reaction that I was having, this anaphylaxis, that it was squeezing my tear ducts, Liz. And what are tear, those? Like the things that make tears in the corner of your eyes right here. My face was being squeezed so much that it was squeezing the tears out of my tear ducts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I, I knew that I had a problem when I stopped being able to breathe well. So I came home. Why uh, would you go home and not to the hospital? <laughs> he does well, this all the time. No, it's happened once. And it was no. because I've never had a reaction like this. So I went home. I took a, like a handful of Benadryl. Well, before that, I threw up. And then I took a handful of Benadryl. And then I took like a really hot shower because I remembered when I was a kid and I had asthma attacks. If I took a hot shower, the steam would help clear my airways. So I thought that was going to help. And it didn't. The Benadryl didn't help. The hot shower didn't help. I was getting worse and worse. I was struggling to breathe. So I got in the car and I drove myself to the emergency room. And as I got out of the car and I walked into the emergency room, the kid at the reception was on the phone and he was like, oh, hold on. He put one finger up. And then he looked up at me and he went, oh my God. (laughs) And he hit some button on his desk and the doors to the emergency room opened up and all these people came running out and they like grabbed me and they're pulling my shirt off as we're walking through the room to get to a, to a bed. And they're like jabbing needles in me as we're walking through the emergency room. So we finally got to the bed and they like doped me up with a bunch of industrial strength, Benadryl and epinephrine. Uh, and they said, you're going to take a nap now for a little bit. And I said, (laughs) what? And I didn't even finish the word and I just conked out. And then when I woke up, the doctor yelled at me for eating cashews if I knew I was allergic to cashews. And I said, I didn't know it was that bad. This is the first time it's ever happened. And I didn't know there were cashews in the protein bar. And he kept yelling at me, you should know better. You need to read the ingredients. Like he was really pissed. Anyway, uh, then then I got home and your mom yelled at me for driving myself to the emergency room. And then Grammy yelled at me because she saw that your mom was yelling at me and wanted to join in. So I got yelled at three times that day for almost dying. Oh, yeah. Wait, remember when you had a, um, it was some sort of like protein bar mom bought and you like ate it. And it was at this house. Grammy was over. I remember it. And you just took it out of the pantry. You ate it. And you're like, uh, I need to go to the hospital. And you just drove yourself. Mom, and when you got home. No. Yes, yes, no. yes. It didn't happen twice. That was this same story. It was? Yeah, you It came. was this house? It was this house, yes. What? Yeah. You that literally that? felt like two years ago. No, it was when, it was at least like six years ago, probably oh more than gosh. that. Yeah. Uh, and didn't the same thing happen to you? Yeah. So yeah. It was like, I think it was 2018. How old was I? I don't know. I don't feel like doing the math. Let's just say- it was five years ago. You were a child. You were going back to school and you were yes. testing out new snacks that you were going to bring for lunch. Yeah. So uh, my friend, friend of the show, Dean. Shout out to Dean. He like said that these Lara bar or something, I don't know, said they were really good. And it was the chocolate chip cookie dough one. Uh-huh. And they had cashews. We did not know I was allergic to cashews. That's right. And so I tried it. I tried, since I'm a drama queen, you know. I took the littlest bite and I was like gagging. I was like, mom, this is disgusting. I can't breathe. She was like, you're lying. Take a bigger bite. <laughs> so I took like a little more 
a little like smaller than a dime. Like tiniest bite. Tiniest bite ever. Like the size of a crumb from a cheese it that falls on the desk. Oh wow. Yes. Very specific. And I took it. I was like, Mom, I can't breathe. And I started throwing up. And she was like, Stop, stop, stop. You're you're faking it. I'm like, Mom, I can't <laughs> breathe. And then we walked into Grammy's house. She goes, Mike, is she having an allergic reaction? He goes, Uh, yeah. And then my mom started freaking out. She was like, What? What? I started vomiting everywhere. And she was like, Eat something else. Eat something else. So I like scarfed down like eight lifesavers. <laughs> and then I threw those all up. Because you literally thought they were going to save your life? Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. And they were like the gummy ones, and I don't even like them. So. I've never had another lifesaver since because I'm scared of them now. Gross. And we were on the way to the hospital or something like that. We didn't even make it to the hospital. We took you to urgent care because it was the only place that was open and close by. And when you got there, the the Oh, she didn't do anything about it. Was like, um I, She'll guess, be fine. I guess you'll probably be okay. And then when we called your <laughs> your she actual told us to pediatrician they were like oh my god you could have died go to the hospital immediately and take legal action against those idiots so which they didn't like no, of course not we could have been rich dad i don't think you were going to get rich from not dying yeah but we could have sued them we could have got money from them mm, i don't know if that's how it works we could have been like in a million dollar mansion right now <laughs> what you don't like this beautiful <laughs> podcast studio we have here it's fine. Just look at our backyard and then think again. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Well, I think this is my favorite podcast studio that I've ever seen, Alyssa. Okay. Yeah, me too. And guess what? What? It's now time for my favorite part of this show. So, Alyssa reads the ingredients. Me almost dying was your favorite experience? No. <laughs> I mean, it was fine for me. Nothing happened to me. You were in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Liz, what are the ingredients in uh, Nestle Toll House edible cookie dough? Okay. Wheat flour, brown sugar, sugar butter, cream salt, chocolate chips, sugar, chocolate, cocoa butter, soy lecithin. Uh -huh. I always get messed up on that. Vanilla extract, water, soybean oil, natural flavor, salt. Yeah, so this is some heat-treated flour, and then instead of eggs, there's soybean oil substituted. So this is really just cookie dough with some changes to the recipe so that you can eat it. And Liz, yeah. we're going to eat it. Let's get to the rules of the game. Junk feud. Is a culinary clash. To see which treat will be crowned the undisputed champion of snacks. It's a King of the Mountain style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. And Alyssa. Yeah. The reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks is... Mexican Coke. Still, somehow, Mexican Coke. The champ is on the ropes list. Yeah. Reese's Puffs put up a good fight, dealing even more Reese's damage. Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Yeah, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. In this case, beat up Mexican Coke. Although... Uh, the champ. Not. I know the champ pulled it out. I thought maybe there was a chance, but Mexican Coke pulled it off. So, Liz, what's going to happen today? I don't know. I have a strong feeling that something bad's going to happen. Well, I don't know. Let's try it out first. And we're going to try, in fact, chocolate chip cookie dough. And we have a few different kinds, Liz. We have uh, the original Toll House recipe, like the 1938 Roof uh, Graves Wakefield recipe, in an edible cup that they sell. It looks like a pint of uh, ice cream. Yeah. We have a tube of edible Pillsbury chocolate chip cookie dough. We have a bag of Toll House cookie dough bites, same recipe as the uh, edible pint there. And, and a bag of frozen Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, tell me something about this bag of frozen Ben and Jerry's list. Why does it look like a feral cat has been in it? <laughs> so, uh, so my dad was away on a work trip the other day, uh -huh. and I completely forgot we were doing the chocolate chip cookie dough episode. So I kind of just had like just a little bit of cookie dough. Multiple times. Yeah, very convenient, conveniently, Lissa. <laughs> yeah. But oh my gosh, Liz, what's this? Oh my God, my tooth is like so cold. I had way too much sugar today. Well, it's, you're in bad shape then, kid, because <laughs> we are also going to try the original chocolate chip cookie dough bites. I've never seen those before. In the movie theater box. You've never seen these? No. Man, these things are ubiquitous. They're like everywhere. 130 calories for 20 pieces. Yeah, that's a good 
size. Anyway, Liz, it's crunch time. Crunch time. We rate our snacks using a tier list from Sprinkles to Fun Dip. Sprinkles to Fun Dip. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. One serving. It is for the undisputed championship of junk food. Liz, let's try the original recipe Nestle Toll House cookie dough first. So here it is. It's in the... please. You can, in fact, have a spoon. It is in the classic, iconic yellow packaging. It looks like the yellow bag of Nestle Toll House chocolate chips. What's it smell like? Because these, these have to be kept refrigerated, so that sometimes does mute the scent a little bit. Well, it smells heavenly. The scent is faint, but it is creamed butter and sugar and vanilla and chocolate. And you can see the because of the way it's mixed, the chocolate chips are like broken up into little shards inside. Oh, thank you, Liz. It has the texture of actual cookie dough because that's what it is. Okay. Mm. And the flavor of cookie dough. Wow. It's so good. Raw cookie dough is delightful, which is weird because you're just eating like uncooked flour, which generally people don't like. You want the like the baked toastiness of wheat flour, not the uncooked rawness of flour. That's why like if you make a roux, the recipe usually says cook the flour until the raw taste goes away. But here it works. There's an incredible graininess from the sugar. You can feel as you bite each individual granule of sugar. And usually, this is again, what I was trying to describe. Yeah, usually that's a problem, but here it works, I think. The chocolate chips obviously are good. There's so much in this one because of the soybean oil, it's fine. But it, in like real cookie dough, you're just eating raw butter as well, which again, none of this should work, but it does. Hey, pace yourself there, young lady. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's cookie dough. So good. It is good. It tastes like cookie dough. So they got that right. Here's the uh, <laughs> what the, heck? the industrial tube of, it says on here, safe to eat raw, eat or bake. This is Pillsbury cookie dough. In a tube. Yeah, in a tube. Oh my God, th- this looks like those like hot dogs that are wrapped at the ends. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Like, a, like an old style cartoon Frankfurter where the casing has been tied off because there are like little metal clips on the end of this. Where do I open it? I think you might want to use your spoon and just kind of jab right there with the back. Yeah. There you go. And they'll peel it apart. Oh. That's all right. We're going to have to put this in uh, in a bag in the freezer anyway, so it's okay. It's not drabbing. Easy, it's okay. Squeeze it out. Nope. Nope. Well, yeah, I guess you can do that. <laughs> all right. You have squeezed out a glob of... Oh, my God. <laughs> you're making a mess, and you're eating it like it's a candy bar. Oh. Oh. And there's... Here, I'll eat that. So there's just a big <laughs> chunk that fell out onto the desk. This one has... The chocolate chips in this mix are intact. I'll say it's a little bit lighter in color overall than the Toll House. So either that's because the chips have not broken up into shards and colored the dough, or there's less brown sugar in this, maybe. The chocolate chips taste different. Not bad. Overall, this tastes plainly sweeter. Like there was yeah. a little, I thought there was a little bit more depth to the sweetness in the Toll House than there is in the Pillsbury. This seems like maybe more, like I said, more white sugar, whereas Toll House might have more brown sugar. But again, it's raw cookie dough, so it's good. I think probably tonight we'll just bake this into cookies. Good idea. Yeah. Now, back to Toll House. We have a bag here, a reclosable bag of perfectly poppable. And in fact, it says this bag is filled this high with poppable fun. So they're telling you how much product is actually in here. Unlike those Lay's bags, which are like, here's a bunch of air, even though it's the right move for them from a logistics standpoint. This is bite-sized edible cookie dough, chocolate chip flavored Dough nuggets. 65% less fat, 65% less cookie dough. Now, here's something interesting. On the back, it says this is inspired by the original Nestle Toll House recipe. Not that it is the original Nestle Toll House recipe. That's sus. Big caramelly flavor coming out of these. Look at that. These look like these look like the nuggets that you would get as a topping for ice cream if you ask for look. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's dough. It's dough. This is very doughy. They are very doughy, which is surprising because I think when we get to those frozen Ben and Jerry's next, you're going to see the the difference. But yeah, these look like little cookie dough chunks or nuggets or bites. I'm going to make it into a ball. Like you would get as as a uh, a topping for a sundae. They're coated in something, cornstarch, powdered sugar, something like that to keep them from sticking together. Very flavorful. They taste different than the other two doughs. Of like a caramel flavor. Yeah, there's like a little bit of a weird artificial sort of caramel or vanilla flavor on the end here, which I don't dislike. It tastes like a smell of a slime. It tastes like the smell of a slime. 
Yeah. What a weird sentence. It's like a. You're looking up now. Caramel coffee slime. That that it smells. It tastes like what this smells like. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's probably like it. It smells and tastes a little bit like an artificial vanilla or, or sort of a coffee flavor. But again, same ingredients on here as the other one, so that's surprising. Anyway, here's the one I've been waiting for, which you already know what it tastes like because, uh, like I've said before, a bit of a weasel. Hold on. These are Ben and Jerry's cookie dough snackable chocolate chip cookie doughs. Keep frozen, says a cow wearing a hat and a scarf on the front of the bag. Well, they're not frozen anymore. I do like I do like the bag. It's got the Ben and Jerry's blue sky with white fluffy clouds motif. You are trying to open the oh, no. zip seal. Yeah, they're like melting together. You say they're melting together. These are bigger chunks. They have smaller and bigger. Oh, yeah, that's true. So these look a little bit like the Toll House Bites. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. These do taste different. These have mini chocolate chips in them, Liz. Like not shards like Toll House, not big full-size chocolate chips like Pillsbury. Mini chocolate chips, which I think works pretty well. You are smearing it onto the table. That's a mistake. (laughs) No, I like taking... The chocolate chips out of these. I like this a lot. There's a, a better depth, I think, to the chocolate in this than some of the other ones. It seems like maybe a higher cacao percentage. I don't know. Also, fair trade sourcing for the cocoa, sugar, and vanilla in this product. So that's pretty nice. I like that. This also has lists in the ingredients, liquid pasteurized eggs. Interesting. Mm. Molasses, tapioca flour, some, some very uh, non-standard ingredients in this Ben & Jerry's product. And I like it. I think it works. Let's, let's try the last product we have here, which is the cookie dough bites. These don't require any refrigeration at all. They're just candy. It also says in a little cloud on the box, egg-free recipe, I guess, to put people's minds at ease. The box looks good. It looks like something you would find in a movie theater because it's a movie theater box of candy. There's like a movie theater marquee sort of motif going on here. Can we go to the movies today? Can we go to the movies today? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you want to see? I don't know. Well, maybe. It's getting kind of late. So these are, I don't really want that many. These are chocolate covered cookie dough bites. So unlike the others, which were just raw, these are, these look to be the same sort of like ice cream topping. No nuts before we die, right? No nuts. Oh, they're like a jelly bean texture. I don't like that. Oh, very unpleasant flavor from these right off the bat. This is like uh, the lowest quality, waxiest chocolate. I'm getting an odd sort of almost like a grape flavor from the inside of these, which should not be there. No, these taste like when you bite into it, like um, those candy coated jelly beans. They do have a little bit of that, like that weird fruity floral floral quality to them. I don't like this. A ton of ingredients in these: confectioner's glaze, xanthan gum, rosemary extract. I don't like it. I'm not down with this. Let's uh, let's hit the bliss point. We got a few things we have to rate here. Let's let's do these first and get them out of the way. F F bad, not good at all, and especially. When contrasted with actual cookie dough, these that are was, terrible. That was designed to be edible. So yeah, the uh, movie theater box of chocolate chip cookie dough bites. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah, good night. I had F. way too much cookie dough. For sure, F for these. Not good at all. Liz, I think next up for me, uh, from the bottom moving up, is the Pillsbury log of cookie dough. Even, really? Yeah, I think even though it says it's safe to eat raw, it's not really like intended to be eaten raw. It's just the thing that they had to productize because they knew you were going to do it. This is the kind of dough that you would bake into a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I'm going to say like a C for that. Yeah, it's an average chocolate chip cookie dough, I think. The big chips are nice, but they're not like a home run. Yeah. After that list, I think, is the tub of uh, Toll House cookie dough that looks like an ice cream pint. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you why in a sec. It's very good. It's an A for sure. It's a very, very good treat. It's raw cookie dough. You can't go wrong here. But I think that the Ben and Jerry's is slightly better and is an A plus. Unless I think those little nuggets that had the like the caramely hint to them are also an A plus. I didn't really like those that much. Which one did you like better? The uh so the raw cookie dough or the Ben and Jerry's? Definitely Ben and Jerry's first. Oh, okay. Then second. What's the I would put what's the, the rating for Ben and Jerry's? Oh, A plus. A plus, wow. And then the tub I would give like a A flat. And then the like okay, same. bag. I would give it an A minus. Oh, okay. So you didn't like the bag as much, maybe because of that weird sort of artificial flavor it had? Yeah, I'm not a fan of like caramel flavor. Okay, interesting. I think the, uh, yeah, the Ben and Jerry's seem to have better ingredients and a better 
presentation, for lack of a better word. The tub of Toll House cookie dough is just, it is Toll House cookie dough, which everyone has been eating for their entire lives, and it is good. And we both gave it an A, but we both gave Ben and Jerry's frozen snackable cookie dough an A+. So, Liz, let's hit the bliss point. What do you think? I say it beats Mexican cookie dough. You think that edible cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough, is better than Mexican Coke? Yes. Liz. What? I agree. Yay. I agree, Alyssa. And in fact, now we have a new winner. A new winner and new reigning, defending, undisputed champion of snacks, chocolate chip cookie dough. Really? Wow. Big one. I was, I, I gotta say. I was expecting. You told me you were expecting this because you had been cheating and eating the cookie dough nuggets all week. Well, I just like, I only tried the... Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, ones. I didn't know how this was actually going to stack up, but I am. Listen, I'm very pleased with this. I can't believe it. We've got a new champ. Mexican Coke had a good run, but it was under fire the whole time. Now I'm scared, though. I feel like cookie. There's a lot of things that won't be able to be cookie dough. I don't know. I I think we might be surprised. Next week is a kind of a dark horse. I think something that you like quite a bit that um, might have an outside chance for an upset. But listen, before we get to that, we got to talk about the Oreo rule. There's nothing yet this week, but I'm going on uh, a few more trips coming up pretty soon. I might be able to bring back some interesting Oreo snacks from overseas. So I'm going to see if we can get some new stuff there. And also, Liz, every week we have to ask an important question on this show. Can you deep fry this week's snack? Obviously, Queen. Will it deep fry? And yeah, buddy. I mean, it's very standard, but uh, you can deep fry cookie dough, of course. You make some cookie dough or you buy like a tube of this cookie dough, form it into balls, freeze it, coat it in batter, fry it, dust it with powdered sugar or chocolate sauce. They look pretty good. Listen, we might want to try this with some of this leftover dough we've got. Yeah. And you know, I do recall this. We actually did try something like this not too long ago. If you remember, we stopped at Sonic on a drive home one night. Yeah, Sonic. And they had deep fried cookie dough bites. I don't remember Made exactly that. like this. I don't think you actually tried them. There were only like two or three in a package. You said you didn't want any. I tried one. I gave one to your mom. She didn't like it. I thought it was pretty good. Super greasy though. It just, uh, because they were hot out of the fryer, just tasted like an underdone cookie. Oh. Anyway, uh, I think this was one of the more appetizing applications of the Will It Deep Fry segment. And I don't think the back of the box will be. You don't think so? No. Well, it is in fact time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. Alyssa, would you like to play a game? Yes. Speaking of the back of the box, remember when we tried the Walker's chips? Yeah. I ate all of them. You ate the entire... (laughs) We need some more of those. Walker's Roast Chicken Crisps? Yes. Well, I'm not going to the UK, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick those up. We'll see. We'll have to order them on Amazon again. Anyway, Alyssa, this week's segment is an emergency snack down. Ketchup and mustard dorito. Yeah, that's right. We've got two new snacks. We're going to try them right down. It's an emergency. It's a snack down. It's an emergency snack down. We have ketchup and mustard doritos. This is crazy. Why are there ketchup and mustard doritos? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why these things exist. But Alyssa, here we have. I'm scared to try the mustard. I hate mustard. In the red bag, Alyssa, tangy ketchup Doritos. Now, ketchup chips are a thing. It's a very uh, Canadian thing, but usually those are on potato chips. Doritos, a corn tortilla-based snack. So I'm kind of uh, kind of interested to see what's uh, what's up with this here. Uh, I did ask on Instagram what people thought of these. Friend of the show, Chef Natalie, thinks that the ketchup chips would be good with scrambled eggs. Maybe. Like, you know how you put ketchup on scrambled eggs? Yeah. And they would add some crunch. Cross. Sort of like a trailer park chilaquiles. I can never say that. Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. Yeah. Anyway, here they go. Oh, well, they smell like ketchup. Smell that. Yeah. They actually it smells like like ketchup. do a lot. Yeah. Like sweet, sickly tomato. Let's try one here. Here's one for you. Oh, I don't want the curly one. <laughs> that's this so, is a, this is a that's fine so chip. so disrespectful. Don't be elitist. These are fine chips. Good amount of, of powder on yours. Cheers. Cheers. We're clinking our Doritos together. Not bad. They're very sweet. It's a sweet chip. We've had the, I've had the sweet and tangy chili chips. This is a little bit like that, but without the heat. Or like a, like, like a sweet barbecue, but without the depth of flavor. It's just one note. It's just sweet tomato. They taste like ketchup. Okay, not bad. Not C plus. terrible. C plus, B minus? Uh, I'll give them a B minus. Yeah. Not bad. I think, I mean, we'll, we will eat these, of course, because it's a bag of Doritos. 
you know, I'll bring them to school, tell everyone they're regular, see everyone's faces. I think if you just told them I have ketchup Doritos, that would be intriguing enough for your friends to eat them. This one I am I actually do. interested in. I am not. These are, all. well, so this, this is not just, you know, like plain French's yellow mustard Doritos. These are hot mustard flavored, Alyssa. And uh, it says flavor on another level on the back. I'm scared. I don't. <laughs> That's like the uh, Roman Reigns t-shirt. Greatness on a different level. God mode. Just don't like shove the fart stuff in it. What? Don't put the fart like smell near me. All right. So there's a weird odor to these. I hate, not, it's not bad. I hate when you open a bag of chips and they smell like a bag of farts. Oh, yeah. And like uh, cocktail planters, cocktail peanuts, too. When you pop that pop top on them definitely a little bit farty so they smell like corn they smell like corn tortilla chips but there's a little tinge of like the hot mustard you get from a chinese restaurant which you wouldn't know because you don't eat that they kind of smell like um the corn tortillas that you eat the right just tortilla chips i'm i'm interested in this because i like hot mustard. wait we'll bite them at the same time okay cheers cheers three two one three two one crunch oh yeah wasabi yeah, there's that hot mustard, like horseradish root wasabi tingle to these. Mm. I like it. <coughs> mm, mm, mm. Eat this one. You don't like it at all whatsoever. You are not expecting that either. No, I was not. I kind of was because it said hot mustard and it is. it tastes just like, it's probably just ground hot mustard powder, like the kind that's reconstituted that you get at the Chinese restaurant if they make it fresh for you instead of giving it to you in those little plastic packets. Ooh. These are good. I could see like crumbling these up on top of fried rice. That would be good. Or like- I think I just wasn't expecting it. Oh, Liz, we could make, man, you could lay down a bed of these and then make a beef with broccoli yeah. stir fry and put it on top and it would be like beef with broccoli nachos. This time I'll that try to expect good. it a little more. I just don't like it's, them. They're hot. Not in like the pepper spice hot, but like- The wasabi like Yeah, the wasabi burning. sinus clearing hot. I like it. These are great. I don't. B plus for the hot mustard Doritos. I mean, they're. I'm not going to eat this whole bag in like one sitting or anything, but- I'd say a D. In specific applications, I could like this. So we're pretty far apart on these, but I thought they were pretty good. So which one do you think wins? Ketchup Uh, or mustard? Ketchup. Ketchup, the winner of the Doritos picnic pack inaugural emergency snack down. Two interesting flavors. I would have the ketchup ones on the side of like a hot dog. Yeah, hot dogs or burgers. These would be nice on- Oh, you could add like a handful of them- a handful of them to a burger, like a, a crunch burger, like a Bobby Flay's crunchified potato chip burger. Yeah. That would be really good. Liz, I thought this show was really good. What'd you think? Don't get the hot ones unless you're like a really big fan of wasabi. If you like hot mustard, get hot mustard Doritos. If you don't like hot mustard. Don't get them. Do like literally anything else. Uh. <laughs> you're not pleased with that. Mm-mm. Well, I was pleased with this show. And in fact, it should reach you in excellent condition. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Liz, any final thoughts? What do you think? I think you're going to give me a 20-minute dissertation on- No. The works of Tolstoy? No, nothing? No, I'm good. Well, in that case, this podcast (laughs) has contained your recommended daily allowance of fun. For more, go to Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you choose to be social. Find us at junkfeudpod. Watch fun-sized reviews on YouTube, buy our merch on TeePublic, and don't forget to catch all the snatching each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any Anya. Bye. Tangy ketchup.